Broadcasting from deep within Angel Stadium, this is Angler Chronicles. Good morning, Southern California. From Joshua Tree to Dutch Harbor, from the Canadian wilderness to the Amazon jungle. Buckle up, because it's going to be wall-to-wall action on Angler Chronicles. Angler Chronicles is brought to you by Turner's Outdoorsman, California's fishing, hunting, and shooting headquarters since 1971. Van Warmer Resorts, Hotel Palmas de Cortez, and Hotel Playa del Sol. Fishing Syndicate Quality Custom Rods. Get syndicated. Carne de Teresa, providing quality, handmade, marinated meats. Owner Hooks, perfection in hooks. Lake Elsinore, the city of Dream Extreme. And Bite on Fishing, where your next catch is only a castaway. Good morning, Southern California, and welcome to this week's episode of Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AMA 30K LAA. My name is Sergio. I'll be your host, my co-host, Mr. Ron Hobbs, director of the AC Fishing Schools. Good morning, Ron. Good morning, world. And then we have our resident earthworm, okay? And I happen to have my speaker here. Ron, can you hear that? Can you hear that? How? Yeah, because he's earthworm. It's a totem, see? So he's underneath the totem pole. Without further ado, Mr. Andrew Mack. Uh, see, that's Max Fish Reports, IGFA, and Western Outdoor News. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, everybody. And then also, uh, Ron, we have uh, our one of our dearest friends for the longest time. He has his own theme song as well. well I'm going to play it right here. Should we call him Flat Top? He hasn't probably had a flat top since uh, back in the day. No, 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 no. Okay, but we love getting together with him, so let's come together. Without further ado, Mr. Steve Carson, director of the Penn Fishing University. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, guys. And I did not have a flat top. You didn't? I had a butch. Oh. Basically, they shave your head. I had, I had the feathered look. <laughs> the whole Bee Gees thing. Yeah, I know. I know. I was there. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Well, anyway, good morning, guys. Uh, we've done a little, some fishing this week. I mean, there's a lot going on. A lot more is going on going to be going on now that we're i think summer is in full spring um full swing so uh let's get it started uh andrew let's go ahead and just i know you were up north last week so um give us a little bit of a freshwater freshwater report yeah so definitely so uh here in uh socal um there's still a lot of uh, uh trout going on you know i know it's been hot and all that good stuff uh, but there's definitely a lot of trout going on. Uh, if you're looking for uh, a lake around here, uh, Southern California, uh, Lake Fulmar and Lake Hemet, both in Riverside County, have stopped trout this week. Um, if you go to Orange County, uh, Trabuco Creek, uh, they stock trout as well. And then uh, Los Angeles uh, area, you have Jackson Lake and Crystal Lake. Uh, they've also uh, stocked fish. And then, of course, San Bernardino County Mountains. Uh, you have the Santa Ana River, the river off Highway 38, Juice uh, Lake, uh, Lake Gregory, Green Valley, and Big Bear Lake. And these are many options for going for trout still. Um, I mean, a lot of guys, what they're doing, if you're fishing the creeks uh, that are getting stocked, they're either using small spinners, Panther Martins, and what they're doing is they're parking along the creek, walking down, and they're finding different pools, different areas where rushing water is 
showing into palm water. They throw just past it and bringing that lure right through there real slow. And uh, they're getting hit that way. Also, uh, some are Bless you, by sand. the way. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> Go yeah, ahead. So, uh, some anglers are using salmon eggs, and then others uh, are soaking uh, you know, an earthworm or a nightcrawler. Uh, just throw it past right above your pool and let it float down into the calm water, and usually get bit that way. Um, if you're going to be fishing for uh, in the lakes, let's say Green Valley Lake or Lake Gregory, um, cast out pretty far. Uh, these fish in the lakes, they're, they're starting to go deeper water faster. Um, I think it's because, you know, the shallower the water, the warmer it is. So, you know, get a heavier weight, maybe a quarter ounce to a half ounce. If you're using bait, you know, throw it out, you know, maybe uh, start 40, 50 feet out. And then with a two-foot leader, and then go from there. If you're going to be jig fishing, um, you know, tie on a little bigger jig. Um, that way, you get out a little bit farther, and then slow it down uh, to where you keep it in the lower water column, uh, close to the bottom. So from there, um, if you're going up to the Sierras, like where I'll be next week, uh, the Sierras uh, continue to stock um, every week. The state's been going up there. They've also had a few private stocks uh, from the BFFE Foundation. Um, in Mono County, uh, this week you have Silver Lake, Grant Lake, uh, Convict Lake, and then Rock Creek and uh, Rock Creek and Rock Creek Lake. Uh, Inyo County, you have uh, Bishop Intake Two, uh, Taboose Creek, Tuttle Creek, and Lake Sabrina, along with a couple others. This is kind of the same deal um, as far as you know fishing. If you're going to be fishing the stream, look for those bigger pools. Um, you know, look for, you know, if you see fish in there, try to creep up on it. Don't just walk up, you know, and make a bunch of noise because in the creek, the, uh, the trout tend to get more spooky, um, in a way. So, you know, like if I'm, let's say if I'm going to fish, uh, Bishop Creek lower, what I'm going to do is I'm going to kind of walk along the road or walk along the creek and look, walk upward. So you're the stream coming downwards. And as you come up to a pool, I'll actually go around it and then maybe even kind of, you know, crouch down a little bit, come up close to it. And if I have a little Panther Martin, some little little small spinner, I'll actually throw back to the back of the pool and bring it through the calm water really slow, just enough to get that blade moving. And then, you know, if you see fish come out from their hiding spot and slam the lure, then, you know, you figure that one out. If you're going to be bait fishing, a little bit opposite than that, start on the other end of the pool throw a night crawler or salmon eggs into the rushing water and watch your bait as it comes in, you know, it drifts down the, the creek there into the slow stuff, um, and then you'll get bit that way. Um, typically, if you're going to be doing that route, you probably only need a hook um, I, you know, or just a very small split shot, just something just to get it underneath, uh, you know, there. Um, if you're throwing a little bit heavier weight, the problem with that if you're creek fishing is you throw upstream, and then by the time it gets to the pool, it's already at the bottom. And then with that weight, it could get lodged in, you know, some rocks or anything like that. So that's just a you know, little pointer on how to fish creeks. So from there, uh, now if you're looking for catfish, a lot of places have been stocking catfish, but a lot of places have the bigger catfish available that have been in the lakes for, you know, a few years. So, for example, you have Asperia Lake, Fisherman's Retreat, uh, of course, Santa Ana River Lakes. Uh, you know, they're all stocking catfish. They're all stocking the better size. On average, it's two to three pounds, and then, a, and then they're throwing in a couple eight to nine pounders. Um, uh, 
Lake uh, Dixon Lake, they had their uh, catfish opener on Friday. Uh, they stocked 1,000 pounds. Lake Poway, same thing. They stocked 1,300 pounds. And then Santee Lakes, uh, you know, over there, they had 1,000 pounds. So there's a lot of options, um, you know, for catfish. Depending on where you're going to go, catfish are pretty kind of the same, the same game, um, you know, for all the lakes. Typically, what you want to do is a Carolina rig. I, my, me personally, I like to go eight pound test, maybe ten at most. Some guys use a little bit heavier. Um, you know, they're they're convinced. You know, catfish are not line shy. Um, I like to fight them. You know, so I'll go some uh, lighter than that. So a Carolina rig, half ounce lighter on a small swivel, and then about a foot and a half to two foot leader. Um, you know, whether you're going to use a treble hook or a, um, or a single hook, an owner single, um, anything like that, get a nice cut piece of mackerel. Uh, I like to bring, use Benito from, you know, from past trips that I brought and I kept them whole in the freezer. Um, some use shrimp and then you want to dip it in some kind of attractant. Uh, the Cajun bite on is really good, uh, for catfish. Catches multiple species from channels to, uh, to blues. Um, and then pretty much you're going to want to look for structure. Um, if you see, you know, if you see uh, different brush piles, you're going to want to cast by that. If you see a rock pile, you see a dock, you know, focus on those areas. And then, you know, early morning and the evening time, if you don't have a chance to fish at nighttime, usually low light, uh, these fish are moving more than they would midday. So midday focus hard on the structure early and later in the day, you know, you can come off a little bit from it and those catfish are going to be roaming. And of course, you know, if you're going to be night fishing for these things, they're going to be moving all over the place. So there's been a, a couple of substantial catches actually of catfish this week. Uh, the one I just posted, uh, last night, Irvine Lake, uh, the guy didn't weigh it, but from the looks of it, you can tell this thing's at least over 40 to 50 pounds of big blue catfish. I know that you've had some great trips over there, Irvine, uh, uh, Sergio, on the boat. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what, 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 did, what did Danny tell you that one time you guys were filming? We were filming, and he says, you know what, I'm not even turning the camera on unless you can tell me it's over 20 pounds. <laughs> so if it feels like it's over 20 pounds, then I'll turn the camera on. If not, I'm not wasting my time. So, yeah, pretty cool. A- Andrew, I, I saw that photo, that awesome photo of that fish, and uh, you can't, I mean, you, you can tell if you know what you're looking for. That fish is very, very thick. Um, I mean, you can see how long it is, obviously, but, but blue cats, when they get that big, they are thick. They just have giant heads with just a thick skull and, and big, big shoulders. That fish is every bit of 60 pounds. No. I, I have some experience with Irvine Lake catfish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, I mean, that, that's true. It's like, you know, these fish, the older they get, the wider they get. And you know what? I've, I've really kind of, you know, really got to say a lot of anglers that are catching these big fish, what's really cool to see that they're letting them go. They're, they're, they're getting good pictures. You know, the ones with scales are getting them on the scale, obviously, to get an accurate weight. But all the big catfish I've seen this week, you know, once the angler catches it, they're letting it go to be caught a different, you know, a different time. A prime example of that is at Mountain Lakes uh, a couple weeks ago, they threw in a catfish that was 18, uh, between 18 and 19 pounds. It was caught a week and a half later of them stocking it. Uh, an angler caught it, took some pictures, threw it back. Yesterday, another angler caught the same fish, and I say it's the same fish because 
They've only stocked one of these in, in the lake. It was 18 and a half pounds. He did the same thing. He caught it, took some pictures, put it on the scale, and then set it back in the lake. So somebody else will have a chance, you know, to catch it a couple weeks from now. And then also it keeps growing. So it's really cool to see, you know, catching these big fish and, and putting them back in the lake. I like the fact that they put them back in the lake for future catches. Um, you know, so that that that's that's huge. That's huge. Okay, so good, good, good. Keep yeah, coming. Uh huh. One more catfish uh, uh, from Lake Kauia. Uh This is an unofficial lake record. I say unofficial because again, this angler wasn't expecting to catch a catfish of the size, and he did not have a scale. Um, it's estimated between eighteen to twenty-five pounds. Um, but again, it doesn't count as official lake record. Been put on a scale, but you can see from the pictures, it's another big blue catfish. And again, after you know he's fishing out there with the sun, uh, took a couple pictures, and again he set it back in the water to let it go. So it, it's just, it's really cool to see these big, big catfish. You know, it really is, and um, and I'm glad that's happening. So. Um Seems like the perfect timing. Okay, well, listen, we're going to talk about timing. I got to take a short break here. When we come back, I want to talk about Lake Elsinore because we will be there with Ron on July 20th. Right, Ron? You better believe it. Okay, so everybody hang on tight. You're listening to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLA, and we'll be right back. Radio AMA 30. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing in Dana Point Harbor. Come check them out. Trips for anglers of all levels depart daily and kids fish free every Sunday. Enjoy clean vessels, full galleys, and friendly expert captains and crew. Everything you need for a great day of fishing for everyone, including a fleet of private charters. The Dana Wharf Kids Club is the coolest club of the sea, featuring free fishing trips, whale watching adventures, and more. Check them out on the web for daily deals, including the famous Half Price Tuesday. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing, number one angler's choice since 1971. That's Dana Wharf Sport Fishing and Whale Watching, located at 34675 Golden Lantern in Dana Point. You can contact them by phone at 949-496-5794 or on the web at danawharf.com. Daily adventures, lifelong memories, established 1971. Stay connected and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Lake Elsinore is the action sports capital of the world. Stocked regularly with bass, catfish, crappie, and more. Lake Elsinore is the largest natural freshwater lake in Southern California and the destination for fishing. Whether you're looking for an extreme outdoor experience or a relaxing morning sunrise, start your next adventure in Lake Elsinore and stay at the new fully renovated campground, Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Find us online to follow all the action. The perfect day is my family and I on the boat, out on the waterway. I love it. Nothing but sun, snacks, fishing, and of course, life jackets for everyone. Save the ones you love. Life jackets save lives. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AME 30. Welcome back, everybody, on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA, and this is Angler Chronicles. And as uh, we went to break, we got a good little report there. 
not a little report, a, a good report from uh, our resident earthworm. Um, there's obviously a lot of freshwater action going on. The catfish are putting on a show. And then you're going to be going up to the Sierras next week, and you'll be looking at some uh, trout. But what I want to do now is just um, get on the 91 to the 15, Ron, and <laughs> get off at Lake Street, okay, and then head over to Launch Point. And I can't wait. You know uh, how excited I am. Uh, me too. You know, what I mean, I, yeah. I'm. I just can't wait to get on a sea I You know, I tested out that sea for the Dream Extreme, uh, which, by the way, Dream Extreme is, I would say, 85 percent completed. Just needs a little bit of narration and tighten it up. So that one's going to be coming out uh, the episode real quick. We do have last year's Dream Extreme playing this weekend, getting it warmed up. But um, there's a lot of good stuff coming. Uh, but anyway, Lake, uh, Lake Elsinore, Ron and I, and I'm sure William will join us. Hopefully, Jonathan can stop by. We will be there Thursday, July 20th. Now, why did we pick a Thursday? Well, we picked a Thursday because uh, something really cool is happening at Lake Elsinore. They have Live at the Lakefront. Okay, it's a summer concert series. Okay, something that uh, our friend Jonathan and our friend Tony Williams, bite on man, he uh, he loves. Oh, by the way, he's Mia. He's missing in action today. Um, he loves going over there on Thursday nights, and we're going to go over there. Ron, they have a Garth Brooks yep. cover band for that particular night. So are we are we going to wear our Stetsons? No. No. Okay. Well, maybe. Maybe I'll. I think you should just wear some chaps. I will wear my cowboy boots, though. Your chaps. You should wear your chaps. I've seen them. I seen them in chaps. I remember that bar you went. I, I went that bar he went into wearing his oh, chaps. No, 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 it was. It was a police story. Uh, no, no. What was that movie that one of the police? Uh, what was it? The police funny one. Academy. Police Academy. I saw oh, you. Yeah, I police saw you there. Anyway, no, it's all good. Uh, no, so we'll be there um, July 20th. We're going to be picking up a pontoon and some sedus from JT's Rentals. And guys, if you want to join us, please, please do. I mean, I can't put you on the pontoon with us, but definitely, if you got your own boat, come on out. We'll have a great time. And then, like I said, well, we we get going to get off of the lake, head over to the Bobber area there, and just um, listen to a great concert. Okay, um, I believe it's all free. It's free admission and parking, so you can't beat it. You can't beat it. So the fish are biting there too. I know, um, uh, Andrew. You were talking to me about. It. He goes, "Oh, the fish are biting." So you want to talk a little about the catfish and the and the wipers over there? Yeah, this, I mean, it's it's crazy. These these you know, these fish are biting everywhere. The catfish, you know, they're they're following the same program as they were, you know, Dream Extreme. Um, they're hanging towards the structure, structure and cover. If you're fishing by trees, by rock piles, anything like that, again, soaking something with the Cajun uh, bite on, they're biting good. Carolina rig, the uh, the wipers, uh, they're biting very well on a variety of baits. Um, but the wiper, anything you throw at them, they'll bite. Okay, I just yeah. want to know this question uh, on the catfish, Steve. Is there is there a Louisiana strain? Uh, only in people's mind. Because I mean, the only way they bite is Cajun. Bite on oh. Cajun. But um bump. Oh, but oh, oh, oh. bump. You like that one? That was pretty good. I just oh, came up with that man. one. Yeah, the Louisiana Louisiana bread run. Louisiana, but Ron's just shaking his head. Are you crazy? I can't believe you just said that. All right, but anyway, so, um, no, yeah, it's great. 
So, uh, you, you were talking about the wiper. They bite anything? Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, I've seen anglers uh, this week and last week. They're catching them on uh, cut anchovies. Uh, they're catching them on uh, lures. They're getting them on cut hot dog. Uh, a lot of them are getting on night crawlers, uh, you know, a nice fresh or an earthworm. A nice fresh earthworm as it's moving around. <laughs> um, you know, they're, they're getting them right around launch point. Uh, they're getting them around uh, the other uh, uh, marina there. Um, they're getting them, of all places, mid-lake. Uh, they're getting them all the way in the back. Uh, you know, anywhere, I mean, pr- pretty much anywhere with some structure. You know, there's so many wipers in this lake, and they're getting bigger. I saw one angler, um, he almost had an 18-inch. 18, 18 it was 17 and a quarter uh, caught. Um, you know, he, he measured it, and then, you know, just like those catfish anglers, he threw it back. Well, and, and uh, let's talk a little bit about that. And, Steve, uh, help me out here. Um, the wipers. Um I would say try to leave them in the lake, uh, even if they get much bigger. And the reason is they're there for uh, for a purpose, not only for us as a game fish to catch, but also to help control the carp population. All right. And, uh, Steve, my understanding is they love to eat carp eggs. Uh, no, they don't love to eat carp eggs. They do love to eat baby carp. Oh, baby carp, even better. Yeah. Okay. No, no. Um, and, well, and bear in mind, they don't care what it is. If it's a baby carp, a baby bass, uh, if you were small enough, Sergio, they'd eat you. Um, yeah. Oh, did okay. I go there? Yeah, you went there. But don't worry about it. I'll, I'll get you. I'll get you. Keep going. Um, no, seriously. But, 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 yeah. So what they do, there's a, there's a huge benefit to that. Is if any, it doesn't really matter the species. could be, in fact, bluegill is probably the number one species that, in smaller bodies of water will just totally overpopulate and all the fish become stunted because there's just not enough food to go around. Mm-hmm. So what the wipers do is they, for want of a better word, they thin the herd so that each individual fish of whatever species that's in the lake has more food, therefore they can get bigger. It's uh, it's uh, pretty much basic biology, but, but it does work. And... Um, the side benefit is, of course, the wipers themselves are great game fish, and although mostly they're not quite legal yet, they're going to be. And um, they're also probably, you know, in, in a lot of fishermen's minds, they are, the, they are the number one attribute of any game fish. And you know what that is, Sergio? What's that? They're dumb. Absolutely. They, they want to bite. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so just bear that in mind that, that they are thinning the herd. They are creating conditions in the lake that allow all the fish to get bigger. And, they're, you know, they're, they're, they're not going to, and like I say, they will eat anything. They'll eat a baby bass. Uh, they'll, they'll even eat a baby catfish, which those things are spiny. I wouldn't want to eat one. Um, yeah. So, uh, but no, they don't eat, they don't eat carpets. That is, that's not true. Okay. Well, all right. So that takes care of that. Uh, here's my, my two cents in this. Uh, Lake Elsinore is a very unique lake. It's also the only, uh, natural lake that we have in Southern California. I believe it's 14 square miles. I always used to say 19. I think Jonathan corrected me to 14. Um, it's got a lot of water. 
Okay, we got a lot of rain. It's got a lot of water. It's opened up a lot of new areas. A lot of the stuff that was above water is now underwater. So there's a lot of shrubs, a lot of grass. There's a lot of stuff that's underwater right now providing uh, some type of structure and, and habitat for a wide variety of fish. Um, I like largemouth bass fishing. And I will tell you now that the summer is in swing, uh, you get that afternoon breeze. The minute you get a little ripple in the water, okay, bring out the crankbaits, okay? Uh, crankbaits, I don't know about you, Steve, but I've had tremendous luck, but it's after you get a little bit of a ripple, something happening on the surface, not, not flat calm. And um, especially for largemouth and smallmouth, we were, we were doing it up in Big Bear. I've done it up in Oregon for the smallmouth, um, done it there at Lake Elsinore. Um, it's really good. And just around the, 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 you know, there's not a lot of structure. So you, I would stick to the, the coast, okay? In other words, the beach area, wherever you can cast off the side. And look for some rock pilings, look for some reeds, anything that could provide cover. A largemouth bass is a predatory fish. It's going to hide. It's very similar to a calico bass. It's going to try to, you know, just, it's ready for the ambush. So just keep that in mind. I think they've already done their nesting. I think they've already done their spawning. Usually, I think it happens around March over there. So now it's game on. Okay, or some other fish. It's a little bit harder, but you can catch them. So I would tell you do that. Okay, anything else? Just put on some bite on. Okay, whatever you do, either douse it in bite on, or use one of their mackerel, uh, soaked in um, Cajun, and throw one of those out. Fly line it, and if you don't get a uh, catfish, you're more than likely going to get one of these wipers. Okay, I've seen actually. Uh, uh, largemouth bite, uh, largemouth bass bite it too. So, it's a great thing. Re I just do want to say this. Uh, I told everybody that we're going to be there on the twentieth uh, with Ron, uh, and we're going to stay for that concert. Well, there's a concert also. Remember, every single Saturday. So, the barber on the lake is open for lunch and dinner every Saturday and Sunday. And I think on uh, Saturday nights they have live music. Okay, so. Um, Ron's been in a lot of traffic lately. You know what the name of the place is, tonight's band? Low traffic, not built for speed. That'd be perfect for you, Ron. All right, listen, you're listening to Angels Radio, AM 830 KLA. Angler Chronicles, we'll be right back. And all of their frustrations Come beating on your door Angels Radio. AMA 30. Ron, these sunglasses are nice. Yes, Sergio. Inferno USA Eyewear, they are great. They were created eight years ago to provide a far superior product with an unbeatable lifetime warranty. You like the burns. Machine billet aluminum frames, extreme wrap style sunglasses, and goggles all in one. They have removable foam inserts, they're polarized, and have polarized transitional lenses available too. The burn style is hands down the greatest wind in your face glass ever made. No wind, dirt, or debris in your eyes at up to 100 miles per hour. 
Simply put, they're awesome. I prefer the fuel style frame. They are made from TR90 nylon material that keeps them extremely lightweight and very durable. You won't even realize that you're wearing them. Tons of color options and polarized lenses available. The fuels also keep wind out of your eyes at very high speeds. Inferno USA Eyewear. They're nice sunglasses. No gimmicks, just quality construction and protection for your eyes. Inferno USA. Check them out and get yours at www.infernousa.com. That's www.infernousa.com. Hello, everybody. This is Captain Rick from the 85-foot luxurious sport fisher Ocean Odyssey. Departing from H&M Landing in San Diego, California, Ocean Odyssey is Angler Chronicles' number one choice in San Diego offshore fishing. Whether you are a beginner or a seasoned veteran, Ocean Odyssey is equipped with all your fishing needs. From five-star meals, state-of-the-art electronics, spray-brine fish hold, and spacious accommodations. Make Ocean Odyssey the number one choice for your next offshore fishing adventure. To make your reservation today, log on to OceanOdysseyFishing.com or call Dina at 619-889-4535. Again, that's OceanOdysseyFishing.com or 619-889-4535. Ocean Odyssey is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose baits, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Hi, it's Captain Dave Marciano here. I'm wicked excited to tell you about my new website, AngelicaSeafoods.com, where you can now order fresh local New England seafood shipped overnight right to your door. Go to AngelicaSeafoods.com. Angels Radio, AM Welcome back, everybody. This is Angels Radio, AMA 30, KLA. This is Angler Chronicles. And you can dance if you want to, Ron. Sometimes Andrew, when I see you walking, it's like you're dancing. Andrew, who is this? Oh, Andrew, yeah. Uh, that is definitely uh, John Denver. Okay. Do you want to give it a shot there, Steve Carson? Uh, that would be what you should never be in this kind of weather. Men Without Hats. Very right. There I can't remember. And the name of the song? Uh, Safety Dance. Very uh, good. Very, very unlikely band and hit song. But you know what? There's just no accounting for taste. Listen, when that song came out, it was hilarious. It was fun. It still gets me moving, so it's all good. Hey, I'm getting a report, um, and let me just say this. Uh, for everyone that's out there that has Facebook, do me a favor. Go to Friends of Angler Chronicles, and especially during the show, Steve is constantly putting stuff up that is related to what we're talking about, but also you'll see posts from everybody else, and Jonathan just posted, and he's showing the picture of this great kid, I guess. He was there uh, fishing in the morning, but by the afternoon, this kid's holding up a couple of really uh, cute wipers there. So, um, and I love what he says. His Anger Chronicles team says, buy your kids a tackle box instead of an Xbox. Amen. Get these kids out there enjoying fresh air and the sunshine. So, absolutely. Okay, so, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on in Lake Elsinore. One more time, July 20th, if you're interested Ryan and I are going to get there early in the morning. We're going to put a boat out, find us somewhere on the lake, and um, probably a pontoon. You know what we'll do? I'll try to put a flag, an Angler Chronicles flag, so you guys can see where we are. 
You're welcome to come by and uh, drop off some beer <laughs> and some party and some party favors there, and it's all good. Um, no, we're going to do some catfishing. We're going to do some. Uh, I'm going to try to do some bass fishing as well, and then uh, we'll get on the sea dews and get wet. Okay, I really want to really open it up. I didn't get a chance to last time, so that's what we're going to do. Hopefully, Earthworm, you can have some time. You can come stop by. Okay? You have to stay out of the five-mile-an-hour zone, Sergio. Yeah, I know. I did that. I, I didn't realize that because I, I, I thought the drone was too far. That's why, you know, I go, oh, I better not go too far out and um, almost got busted. Okay, they 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 called, they they stopped me. Said, Serge, what are you doing? I go, I'm filming. See the drone? He goes, Oh yeah, but you can't do that here. So that all that all works out for the best. But anyway, so go to uh, Friends of Angler Chronicles, join the group, and uh, you can check out everything that we're doing. It's really really cool. All right, all right. Well, listen, that's a pretty good report there, um, uh, Earthworm. Okay, and one of the other things that you broke, uh, news-wise, was um, some of the fishing that's going up north. It's an anomaly, so I really want to talk about it. I'm going to let you and Carson uh, talk about this. Um, you posted it was the first bluefin up in San Francisco. Carson, we have a, a, a mutual friend uh, up there in Berkeley. You want to talk about that? Well, yeah, he's been on the show a few times, but he's been a busy guy because uh, now he has two boats. That's Captain James Smith out of Berkeley Marina. He has the California Dawn and the California Dawn, very imaginative name, California Dawn 2. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he, and, they're, and they're side by side in the marina up there. Um, you know, one's, a, one's about a 55-footer, uh, kind of a more traditional, uh, older-style boat. And one is a catamaran, a very fast, very wide, uh, very stable catamaran. And um, he's been super busy this year catching uh, primarily halibut and striped bass. Absolutely. The halibut fishing has just been on fire. Um, I actually just, just kind of gave up reposting pictures of his halibut catches because they all look the same. Basically, the deck of his boat absolutely covered with halibut. It looks like the same catch day after day because it sort of is. It's limits. Um, however, you know, good news, bad news, um, there's no salmon fishing in California this year, either in the ocean or in the rivers. So there's been a little bit of extra pressure on the halibut population. But miraculously, uh, one week ago today, uh, last Saturday, July the 1st, um, a uh, one lonesome boat went outside the, the uh, Golden Gate Bridge, about 40 miles outside the Golden Gate Bridge. Uh, put, they, they knew what they were doing. It was not an accident. Uh, put the Mad Max in the water, trolled around. Boom. 186-pound bluefin tuna. That was on Saturday. Well, needless to say, that shook everybody loose. And uh, every day since then, there's been kind of a small flotilla, an armada, if you will, of boats going out, uh, basically they're only doing one thing: trolling the Mad Max, and they're and they're uh, for up there. When you consider like what bluefin tuna, San Francisco, how can that be? Um, they've been getting as many as six per boat. I haven't heard of anything over 200 pounds, but they're they're right at 200 pounds, pretty close. And uh, you know, some obviously is uh, smaller than that, as small as what, what looks like 30 or 40 pounds. 
And what nobody has done yet is gone out and fished them San Diego style uh, at night on the meter marks with the jigs. And if you've done that, you know that, you know, sometimes when it's good, as many people as there are on the boat, that's how many bluefin tuna you have hooked up. It can be absolutely crazy. Well, Ron, would Sergio even know that? No, he'd be sleeping. <laughs> uh, okay, well, well, but everybody else on the boat would be hooked up with a bluefin tuna. and uh, But it takes, number one, a safe boat to be out there. Northern California water is not the same as down here. A good safe boat takes uh, high-end electronics and a captain that knows how to set up on the uh, on, on the school of bluefin to make sure that your jigs get in front of them, <laughs> rather than dropping them down as they after they've already gone past. So James is going to be doing a couple of trips like that. Uh, like I said, it's never been done in Northern California. He told me he says I could be a hero or a goat. We'll just have to see. But um, given the number of bluefin that are clearly up there right now, now whether they're acting the same at night as they act down here, nobody really knows because nobody's tried. Uh, but he's got, you know, there's more than a few uh, experienced bluefin tuna jiggers up there uh, that, you know, obviously the five freeway is an easy path from the entire, uh, you know, northern part of the state down to San Diego. And believe me, all the hardcore anglers have been doing that. You know, uh, certainly since 2016 when it, when it started showing up down here. So knock on wood, um, I think the date he said he was going to run his first trip was going to be the 19th. Um, he's got, you know, he's booked every day for halibut, so what a, what, what, what a terrible thing to have to tear yourself away from red-hot halibut fishing to try the bluefin tuna. So uh, maybe, <laughs> yeah. maybe we'll have a good report. Especially for them, I mean, they don't get this uh, this phenomenon happening too often. So, looking forward like to ever. <laughs> no, yeah. So uh, it, it's all good. It's all good. And then you know, I was looking at it too, and um, there's some uh, hurricanes down south. Uh, some of them are relatively close. There's one out off of Manzanillo. And it's north of Acapulco, and it's kind of heading north. There's another one that's uh, just outside, so that that hopefully will start to part, push some water up north, and that'll bring some of the warmer water. We were talking with Ron this morning. It'd be cool to see another, you know, Dorado type action that we had like right in front of um, uh, what do you call it, uh, Long Beach. I mean, last year or the year before that, we were catching Dorado right off the patties here between here and, and Catalina. And um, hopefully that, that'll happen. But uh, good to hear that up north they're, they're catching the bluefin. Um, we got plenty of them around here as well. So um, just really good, really good. What, what's the most, um, the biggest one you heard of, Steve or, 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 or Andrew? Just under, well, actually, Gildan gutted. So, you know, kind of bear that in mind. The formula is like 12.5% um, Gildan gutted to get the, the original round weight. But uh, I think a 186 or 187, which would, would put it really technically over 200 pounds. Uh, but there's lots of just really, really nice ones that look like, you know, they're, they're 120 to 160. And, uh, uh, again, out, uh, that's not just rare out of San Francisco. Uh, they caught a few last year as they kind of explored where to go and how to do it. But uh, uh, pretty, pretty unprecedented. And um, also, 
aided by, you know, there's certainly been bluefin tuna in that area before, and it's, it's, it's pretty well known that bluefin migrate as far north as Monterey every year, but uh, there hasn't really been, a, you know, a super good way to get them that everybody could do. A few people, you know, kind of that had the secret on where the few mackerel that live up there are uh, could uh, slow troll a mackerel on a downrigger, and, and some have been caught for the last few years doing that. But if you didn't know where the mackerel were, uh, you couldn't do that. And the bait, the bait receiver virtually never has big bait. They pretty much always just have anchovies, um, which uh, if, if you're old enough to remember anchovies when the big tuna were around, uh, pretty hard to fish them. Um, I can recall, you know, in some of the big eye years, we would take um, anchovies and literally put three or four of them on a, on a large hook and try to catch big eye tuna with that. But it was it was highly imperfect. And um, again, now that now that sort of the technique of fast trolling the Mad Max, way 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 behind a boat on super heavy tackle, and people have the super heavy tackle. Mm-hmm. They have the, the, the Penn Internationals and other big, heavy heavy reels, heavy line, because everybody's been fishing down in San Diego for the last number of years, and they've geared up. So it's sort of a, uh, a perfect storm of fishing conditions, a lure and a technique that works, and people that actually have the gear to land these monster fish, because, you know, uh, uh, even your old shark gear, uh, you know, that's been in the back of the, of the no, garage. No, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. No. Not going to work. And, and let me just tell you this. Ron and I were on the Helena on Thursday, and it was primarily anchovies, and good good, good quality size anchovies. So there's more and more anchovies showing up. Um, and, you know, a lot of times you get these uh, bluefin, and they don't want to bite. And when you pay attention, you see them that they're keyed in at very, very small baits. Uh, a lot of times it is anchovies. So you throw them a sardine or a mackerel, they're not interested. So you want to match the hatch, find something small uh, if you don't have anchovies in the tank and throw that. But if not, um, it's very important to learn how to cast these things. So this is a great time to go to a park, put on a paper clip uh, or a nose, uh, an old, old clothespin. I don't know if you can find those anymore. but uh, Or use a little sliding egg sinker, about a quarter of an ounce max okay and just cast and cast so you know, the best the best thing is a old swim bait tail in a color or style that you don't like anymore you won't use mm-hmm. because that's about the same size wind resistance density and weight as as a live bait mm-hmm. so that's yeah. uh yeah, nobody knows what a clothespin is anymore. I know. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, all, after I all, said it, I thought got, about it. <laughs> they've all got swim baits that you know that are an ugly color, or you know they they got in the bottom of the tackle box, and and now they're covered with grease or something, and you're not going to use them anymore. They're perfect for that. Yeah, exactly. But you know what? It takes practice, and uh, one of the things that I recommend that we were fishing for calico bass uh, on Thursday. And one thing I recommended is if you don't know how to fly line a, a an anchovy, go get some quarter ounce and eighth ounce. Probably wouldn't do more than a quarter sometimes, um, simply because it just changes the way the fish would naturally swim. And um, if you have a lot of birds around, it's also good just to get them just underneath, far enough so they don't see it right away, and it starts to sink. They won't, you know, because one of the craziest things about anchovies is you'll, you'll 
throw out an anchovy, the first thing you know, you've got a bird on. Okay, that used to happen a lot. Um, so try that. Put a little egg sinker. Just keep in mind that when they're finicky, that egg sinker doesn't look natural to them. Okay, and I've always gotten better, a bit better with a fly line. Okay, and you can do collar, nose. I mean, there's just a whole bunch of ways to rig a uh, an anchovy. If you've got a chart posted up, uh, Steve, okay, on how to rig an anchovy, that'd be kind of cool. I'm looking for that right now. I'll have it up if I can find something good. All right, excellent. So that's what's been going on up north. And so let me let me bring it down to Ron now, so he can start his report. Is this just fate or what? It just it oh it used to it used to be yes all right so we're we're gonna take a short break here when we come back and we'll get a full report from Ron we'll cover everything from Morro Bay all the way down to the border and we'll see what's going on all right this is Angels Radio AMA 30 KLA this is Angler Chronicles and we'll be right back. Radio AMA 30. Hi, everybody. This is Danny Jackson, producer of award-winning Angler Chronicles Television. The very best in sport fishing action is Angler Chronicles TV, seen weekly on Valley Sports West. Each week, Sergio and crew take you on an action-packed fishing expedition from Baja to Alaska and throughout the Southland. Angler Chronicles Television airs five times weekly starting at 8.30 Sunday mornings on Valley Sports West. Visit anglerchronicles.com for details. The original hookup baits are the most versatile and effective artificial baits to hit the water. With sizes from 132 to 4 ounces in 12 fish catching colors, this pattern design uses only the highest quality of materials, owner hooks, and are proud to be built in the USA. The original hookup baits have made it easier to match the hatch when chasing that fish of a lifetime. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops to get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph, and release. Attention anglers, Angler Chronicles chooses Fishing Syndicate. Custom quality rods, the manufacturers of the latest in fishing rods. The perfect combination and blends of high-end graphite and glass fibers that make the lightest, most sensitive, and powerful rods available on the market. See what the buzz is all about and get syndicated. Fishing Syndicate, the rod choice of the Angler Chronicle crew and other industry experts and leaders. Check them out at fishingsyndicate.com and see why they're the chosen rod of the AC crew. Light, sensitive, powerful, FS style. Fishing Syndicate, a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. Angels Radio. AM 830. Welcome back, everybody. Angels Radio, AM 830, KLA, and this is Angry Chronicles. So, like I promised, let's go to Ron. Ron, give us a an extensive extensive uh fish report and one of the things i want to cover as you go you know by landing or by zones uh what's the best way to catch that particular species okay so go ahead start up north and bring it on down well let's start at morro bay <clears throat> you got verges landing it's you know it's mostly rockfish up there right now uh really no um you know exotics or anything like that but if you want quality and just the most great tasting fish out there 
uh, Virgin's Landing, and you can get in touch with them. At, we also have our friends at the Black Pearl, which we have a trip coming up on there. We will be filming. Uh, unfortunately, it is sold out, but you can get in touch with them at 805-772-1222. And then you move down to Channel Islands. Uh, wow. Barracuda. Yeah. Lots and lots and lots of barracuda, halibut, rockfish, even some yellow uh, tail, but you know, very so. But the barracuda are the name of the game, and the rockfish up there. So you can reach them at 805 382 1612. Then we're going to come all the way down to Pierpoint Landing. Okay, so you guys, since you're going to make that jump, let's let's, let's go back go to back to fishing and learn right. how to catch. Them. So we're talking about rockfish, we're talking about the barracuda up north, and we're also talking about a few, you know, white sea bass and stuff. So let me just go around and just uh, one favorite way of catching, say, rockfish and white sea bass and barracuda. So let me start with the earthworm. Give me one setup for each earthworm quickly. Uh, barracuda, definitely throw in a jig. Throw okay. in a jig, throw in a staff, something like that. Okay, okay, uh, next. Uh, rockfish, uh, either double dropper loop, uh, or again, another jig, a knife jig or something like that's going to get you down to the bottom fast. Okay. Um, and then bounce it up. And white sea bass. And white sea bass, uh, a reverse dropper loop, or uh, a single dropper with a big loop on it. Okay. And a long leader. All right. Uh, Steve Carson, real quick. Barracuda, there's only one way to fish for them. Otherwise, just stay home. Sit on the porch. Correct. Surface <laughs> iron for barracuda. Um, rockfish, uh, the, you know, by far the most fun way and probably the most productive way, too, if you do it right. Mm-hmm. Slow pitch jigging. Yeah, I was hoping you would say that. Uh-huh. Okay, good. Yep, good. yep. And, and- then... Um, both but white sea bass can be caught slow pitch jigging, and an old technique that Ronnie and I and and some of the other old guys used to do still works. White heavy the jig. surface iron called the doink. Okay, okay, all right, all right, uh huh, okay. I remember that the I doink, <laughs> the doink. All right, uh, let doink. me let me give you mine. Okay, for barracuda, I'm I'm with you, Steve. A surface iron, and I'll let me just add this. If you remember a big uh, UFO or Iron Man number one, those were blue and white. Those were just signatures down here. Uh, as far as rockfish, I don't do two hooks. I do a reverse dropper. Okay, because I'm lo- always looking for a link cod. That's the way I would fish it. Of course, if you go deep, you know I'm fishing. Anything over 250, 275 feet, I'm using electric reel. Sorry. And then for white sea bass, we, we covered that. The only thing I don't like the reverse dropper loop for uh, earthworm is because if you have squid, the chances of you landing a bat ray are really good. So what I would do is a regular dropper loop with about a five-foot leader. So the difference between your the distance between your weight and your hook about four to five feet get it off that bottom the white sea bass will find them and you were talking about old school let me i just remembered an old school okay a heavy white jig like it'd be a 6x junior or a 6x okay and with with with, with the treble one squid on each treble remember that okay we used to do oh, that but, but sergio if you had it not just one squid. Three. 
One, three squid. One so in each like one hunting aggregation. That's right. One in each hook. So um, th- those would be my favorite. So yes, absolutely. Okay, Ron, let's go back down. We got got Long Beach, San Pedro area. What's going on there? Well, let's go to Pier Point Landing, which is you know they're always been great to us, uh, mm-hmm. and Donnie and. Uh, you can reach them at 562-983-9300 or PeerPointLanding.net. Um, barracuda. Uh, lots and lots of Barracuda. Even the uh, city of Long Beach, uh, the Half Day, has gotten plenty of it and Sculpin. So it, it, that's the name of the game out there. And, of course, the Enterprise. Uh, wow, they had over t- almost 300 Barracuda. So... Uh, sculpin as well, and they had assorted bass too. They had some uh, sand bass and some calico bass. So it's um, you know you want to, like we say, keep telling you, bring a little bit of everything. But one thing I want to add about catching uh, rockfish, bring a lot of line. Um. Okay, well, let me say the reason you're catching a lot of calico bass in the mix is people are primarily fly lining. So you're fly lining, or you're throwing a surface iron. You'll catch a barracuda. You can catch a calico bass. But I need you. Folks, this is a phenomenon used to happen. I'm sure this is happening right now, too. When these big boats get out there and they start chumming, okay, they're going to start attracting other species. We always got a white sea bass in the mix, mm-hmm. okay? So just sometimes let your, your jig sink a little bit and then bring it up. Remember, surface iron is a lot slower retrieve than you would with a, um, a weighted jig. So if you're using a US, UFO 1 or above, and I keep saying UFO, but I think Iron Man was the last one that made them. Um, right now, it would be a Colt Sniper, a Williamson, that something of that size. Maybe a maybe a hundred gram. Um, I, forget, I forgot what the ratio is right now, but about a hundred, less than a hundred gram, and just cast those things. Those bring those fast as you can. That all works. Okay, but remember, you will catch other species as well. All right, so what's happening uh, further down? All right, you want to get to uh, Long Beach Sport Fishing. You know, that's the victory, and also uh, uh, the El Dorado. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, Barracuda. Um, on the victory, uh, they had over 200 and uh, about 155 uh, sculpin. So, and uh, they had assorted sand bass and calico bass. So the same things going on down here, a little bit closer to home. Then we have uh, our fa- favorite platform here in the uh, Southern California, Long Beach area, and that's the El Dorado. And they've gotten everything from tuna, barracuda, calico bass, yellowtail, you know, so on and. If you uh, you want to go to the yellowtail and the tuna, obviously we'll get to that a little more depth when we get down to San Diego. But the El Dorado well, one, is one, catching and everything. Well, one of the things I really I like about what uh, they're doing over there on the El Dorado, they're doing a reverse overnight, which means you leave at 11 o'clock in the morning, come back the next day. Okay, that means you can maximize your not your day night fishing. Okay, so that that's that, that's a good way of going. So you might want to look into that. The big fish have been at night, but there's been plenty of fish caught out during the day. The problem is finding them. Right now, it's like a needle in the haystack. But once you do, oh, my Lord, uh, you get them. So that's why you see some boats getting them, some boats not. It's just some place, somebody was in the right spot, somebody wasn't. But the El Dorado has had some fantastic, fantastic days here. You know, bluefin, yellowtail, halibut, rockfish, everything, bass. 
they've gotten everything. So um, give uh, Long Beach Sport Fishing a, a call. Uh, yeah, so I don't know if I gave the Pierpoint Landing phone number. It's 562-983-9300. But then also Long Beach Sport Fishing is 562-432-8993. And you can get the Victory and the Eldorado at that same time. All right, so let's go down to Dana, Dana Wharf. Dana Wharf. Okay, you got from Fury, Clemente, Dana Pride. Some fun. Real fun is their half-day boat. Um, it's calico bass, bass, I mean, uh, halibut, uh, some white sea bass. It, it's all a little mix in there. And they've had a few yellowtails show up here recently. Mm-hmm. So, and um, I believe that it's going to break loose out there with yellowtail very shortly. And the water's getting a little bit warmer. And, um, I know they don't really like warm, warm water, but it's getting a little bit warmer than what it is well, now. Yeah, uh, so you, know, you mentioned the yellowtail. Catalina's pumping out a lot of yellowtail. Some of the boats that are going out of San Pedro, uh, Long Beach, that are going to Catalina, are making a cross, are actually getting on the yellows. Are these big yellows? Eh, some, but primarily you're looking anywhere between 7, 8 pounds to about 15 and there's there's quite a bit. You just got to know where. I, I think most of these fish have been caught, caught off the west end, not the east end. Okay, so I know everybody likes, uh, if you're going out of like Newport and stuff, they like to go to the east end. You're looking at possibly the quarry or the V's. You know, that's where they, they like to go. Uh, I haven't heard of a lot of yellowtail there. However... I have heard of a lot of yellowtail coming out of the San Pedro boats, who they prefer to go to the west end. So that means they're just going right around the post. That's why I miss our, our, our dear friend Bruce Root, because Bruce used to take us around there. Great Caligo bass fishing as well. Okay, listen, we got about two minutes. You're not going to be able to put this the, the San Diego No, trip no, I'm going to do the Helena. Okay, talk okay, about the Helena. Uh, I want to talk about, because this was our trip as well, uh, Calico bass. We got halibut, white sea bass. Uh, we got just about a little bit of everything uh, on that trip, and I want to thank uh, the crew, uh, Tanner, uh, Captain, and Dan, and, you know, thank you very much for a great trip. But yesterday, they took a offshore trip. They went 12 to 20 mi- 29 miles out. They hooked. Unfortunately, they didn't have the equipment that they needed. Bluefin tuna. Mm-hmm. So... They were out there looking for it offshore and found them. Uh, unfortunately, they did not land them, but they were actually pretty good size. Yeah, and, and, and the reason why I want to cover the, um, the San Diego in the second part, because it's all been about tuna, and one of the things we'll talk about as well is, um, and hopefully we'll get a call from Rick Scott, Captain, because we're going to be on the Ocean Odyssey this week coming. Um, you know, what to have out there. There, there is four... Three you can get away with, but there's four that you got to have, four outfits, four setups, okay? And we'll talk about that as we talk about this as well. And and, and this recommendation is coming straight from the captains on the boats. This is not just my preference, okay? So anyway, we'll talk about that. But, I mean, um, great fishing, Ron, here locally, and uh, it's it's really awesome. Okay, I love it. All right, listen, we got to take a break. When we come back, I think the sheriff's back in town. So, uh well, we'll talk to the sheriff, see what he's got going on, and uh, we'll get into the tuna, and we'll get to all the other good things happening in Southern California. All right, folks, you're listening to Angels Radio, AM830, KLA. This is Angler Chronicles, and uh, let me just see if, if I have enough time for this one. Uh, let me get it up here. 
Okay, you know, five-sixths of the world is water and one-sixth is land. So by far, anybody can see that the good Lord meant man to fish five times as much as he works. How do you like that, Ron? I'm all for that. All right, we'll be right back. Are you the parent of a two to seven year old? Listen closely for an exciting free radio offer. By now you've probably heard of ABC Mouse, the Parents' Choice Award winning online learning program that's actually changing the lives of early learners everywhere. ABC Mouse is like a little one-on-one teacher. It has helped her so much. Right now we're offering a special radio promo to try it free for a month, but you have to go to abcmouse.com radio to claim your free month. That's abcmouse.com radio. Sponsored by Age of Learning. Angels Radio AMA 30 KLAA. Orange County, Los Angeles, and Inland Empire. Where Angels Baseball lives. Imagine buying a pair of sneakers and getting a soothing, gentle foot massage like you'd get during a relaxing pedicure just by walking. Skechers' new Massage Fit Sneakers. Because Skechers, the comfort technology company, has designed a unique innovation that makes it feel like you're pampering your feet with a gentle massage in every step. The secret is Skechers' new patented wave technology on the sole that gently massages your feet while you're walking around. Find them for men and women at a Skechers store, Skechers.com, or wherever stylish footwear is sold. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA 30 KLAA, its owners or management. Any and all on-air promotions broadcast during paid programming are the sole responsibility of the show owner and not the responsibility of AMA 30 KLAA. Welcome back to our number two with more fishing, more hunting and more adventures on Angler Chronicles. Oh, welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA, and soon to be Raiders Radio, hopefully. Okay, I like that. All right, but without further ado, when you hear this song, it means one thing only. It means that the Jigslinger himself, I'm going to use Jigslinger because we were talking about jig, you know, sending out some jigs. Okay, casting some jigs. So without further ado, I don't want to talk too much about home plate here after last night, but let me just talk to Danny Jackson, the sheriff. Good morning, sir. Sergio, boy, you got a good show going this morning, Serge. And good morning to Steve Carson, Ron Hobbs, Andrew, if he's still there. He's there, um, the earthworm. I can, I can, I can see him just peeking out of the, the mud. You can't <laughs> shake him off. He's hooked on a hook. Right. Okay. All right. Anyway, yeah, I'm back in town, uh, Sergio. I just spent a week in uh, actually Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, visiting Corby, his family, my great grandsons. We had a lot of fun fishing uh bluegill some really nice sized bass quite honestly but anyway we're back and and as i get back here i'm looking at the reports i'm seeing the barracuda going off so you know me i've got the twitch right now mm-hmm. but would uh so uh anyway i'll get out there and get on some of that um you mentioned the good lord a while ago and how much time we should spend fishing always keep in mind Four of his 12 apostles were fishermen. So that tells us that a, a third of our time should be spent fishing. That's what it tells me. So anyway, um, yeah, good. Uh, you were talking also about. Uh, no, you know what it tells me? The the eight, the other eight didn't know what they were doing. 
<laughs> Only four well, of them were having fun. Yeah, okay, because I'll tell you what, even Jesus Christ had a fish story. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. All right. That, that's true. Okay, anyways. Well, and, um, and before you get on to what's on TV, I want to do this. You were at a place that brings absolute nightmare to Andrew Mack. You were in Broken Arrow, so you know he likes to yeah. he likes to shoot arrows <laughs> yeah. at carp. They're broken, so sorry, sorry there, Andrew. It's all yeah. it's all Danny's fault. You, you know, Sergio, Sergio, and Dan, Danny would back this up. Broken Arrow has a very, very uh, uh, crucial military uh, meaning. Danny, do you remember what that was? No, I, I do not, Steve. Uh, refresh my memory. Bro broken arrow means mm -hmm. missing or lost nuclear weapon. Oh, oh, that's right. He's absolutely correct. Only you would know oh, okay. that. Well, I was being I a little more that. historical. Broken arrow also came at the yeah. point where that we we took over. Uh, I think we conquered the Apache. Okay, <laughs> they broke the arrow, and that was uh, oh, they, that's arrow. because they lost their nuclear weapons. Yeah, back then, exactly. Right. Okay, good, good. All right, uh, so Danny, so you had a good time with Corby out there, and I did put him in my order, told him to send me some uh, some fresh dead. I guess your freezers are just loaded with fresh dead, so I'm going to have to make I've a... Got all, I've got all you want. I'm going to have to do a little Listen, flyby. <laughs> yeah, do a, do a flyby. Do a drive-by. We'll have it ready for you. Anyways, um, just real quick, Serge, I don't want to spend a lot of time on this, but... Mm -hmm. uh, you guys are talking about talking about Irvine Lake and the old days and the, mm -hmm. and the cats that we used to get fishing with Don Spencer and and uh, but let let me tell you, I would love to see that come back. You know, when they closed down in 2015, they closed down a beautiful thing and they reopened it. Yes, uh, not the same. You know, uh, some of our good friends like Phil Hildebrandt does go out there and from shore. You know, some some nice fish can be caught from shore. But let me tell you, Phil is a lot better fisherman than I am. <laughs> so uh, what I need personally and a lot of other people, you can ask the, our good friends at Team 57, we'd like to see the, the, the marina, the, the pontoons, uh, skiffs, float tubes, kayaks, and all that. We'd like to see that back. So, Sergio, you and I have talked about this before. We are going to produce an episode of Angler Chronicles based totally, it'll be a compilation based totally on the old days and not that far back uh, at Irvine Lake. Uh, catfish, trout, mainly those two, of course. And uh, what we'd like to do is see what it would take to get the powers that be. I don't know what who that is. I don't know. If yeah, so I'm going to talk yeah, I'm going to talk to the councilman um, that, that actually had a lot to do with the, the reopening of it. I don't know if he's still in office, but maybe he can guide us to who we need to talk to and maybe put him on an interview and let, let him tell the people exactly what's going on. I have an idea that what's happening is not so much the city, okay? It's not so much uh, OC Parks because they have a lot to do with it. I think it's uh, the water district. That's where the problem is. And there's just some argument between them, and unfortunately us fishermen are paying the price. So um, let's see what if we can do something, maybe apply a little bit of pressure. I don't know if we can. 
Uh, they see if we can get a politician on 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 TV. They love the airtime. So uh, let's see if we can get them talking yeah. and see if they can help us out or at least give us an answer as to why not. Because, you know, here's the deal. Um, access for somebody who has trouble walking or is in a wheelchair is very difficult. You cannot take your car anywhere past the front there. So you have to you have to walk it. There's no yeah. golf carts. There's no motor transportation. No, you got to walk it. And you know, how much are you going to walk? You're going to walk. You know, I mean, that leg going well, full around is a long way. Okay, and there's you know, no for, boats for the younger for the younger guys, Sergio. That's not as big a problem for me. It's absolutely out of the question. Right. <laughs> so I, I I need to drive down to the lake, and I need a pontoon like the old days. But yeah, so I wonder if we, we could make the case that it's, uh, uh, it, 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 uh, what do you call it, it's uh, biased against uh, handicapped people, against the elderly. You need an ADA. Okay, yeah, maybe maybe do something like that. I don't know, we'll figure out something. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, in the meantime, but you'll be able to see a lot of bass, catfish, and trout. We did a lot of that in the day. Oh, yes, yes. It'll, it'll be a great episode, actually, uh, a, a good uh, reminder maybe get some people amped up, you know. But you know what, let me say this, and then I'm going to move on to our TV show for tomorrow. Uh, with all that said, just a reminder that Lake Elsinore right now uh, has everything that the old days at Irvine Lake had. But it, but uh, unlike Irvine Lake, Lake Elsinore is not a pay-to-fish lake. So let's always keep that in mind. You've got everything in Lake Elsinore. Now you've got the fine fine pontoons and 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 the bass boats and anything you want you got the bobber restaurant you got it all right there and it, and it's not a pay to fish lake i'll repeat that so anyway sergio let's move on to television tomorrow which is uh july 9th we are going to air uh not this year's because we just shot it last month we'll have it soon the 12th annual olive crest pro pro am uh tournament uh, millions of dollars again have has been raised for the Olive Crest Foundation, you know, through um, through this tournament and uh, Brand McLaughlin and the fine job that he and a lot of other uh, volunteers have done, and you, Sergio, and Ron, and the Anglo Chronicles crew, Freedom Boat Club, a big contributor. Why don't you talk about uh, the Olive Crest just for a moment, Serge, and I'll, then I'll. Well, I think it's very appropriate that you're playing it tomorrow because um, now that I have you here, um, tomorrow is kind of a big day, okay? And it's a big day because there's a celebration to be had, okay? Now, Ron is shaking his head over there, no, but the celebration, Ron, I know that you wanted. To be about you, but yeah. um, can't have that, bro. Okay. It's Argentina's independence tomorrow, so I'm playing a little love here. You see, you thought it'd be about you, but it wasn't. And I play it because Argentina's uh, world champion for I the next four years. I actually knew that's what you were going to play. Okay. Because I do know that it is Argentina Independence Day. And why do you know that? I know. How could I not know that? All right, Ron Hobbs is celebrating a big birthday tomorrow, so let's wish everybody 
Let's, let's wish Ron from everybody a very happy birthday. There you go, Ron. Okay, so we got you. But it really is not your birthday. It's Argentina's Independence Day. Right. And we have to celebrate for the next four years for sure because Argentina's World Cup. Okay, so somewhere in the next hour okay, we're going to have slapped, a short joke. I slipped it in. All right. Let me. And since that was for Don the Baracho, let me just do real quick a huge shout-out to Billy Birch and his wife. They're on the way down to Palmas de Cortez for the Dorado shootout. I'll be down there for the tuna shootout, and then Ronald should join me for the shoe giveaway. All right, so we were talking. You wanted me to talk about the Olive Crest, big deal. Um, we raised some money for the uh, foster care kids. It's one of our favorite. Actually, the first, uh, the first one we got involved with, the first charity we got involved with, and we've been involved with them ever since. Nine years. I still remember the the meeting that we had with Brant. Uh, Ron and Danny, you were there too, okay? And um, yes. oh yeah. And from there, we took off, and we've been able to raise a lot of money for these kids, and which is very proud and honored that we're able to do it. So, tomorrow, what time? Eight thirty tomorrow morning, Sergio. It will premiere on Valley Sports West. It will there again at ten a.m. tomorrow morning, and five times during the week, Sergio. Plus, millions of other uh, viewers throughout all of North America on uh, on uh, the satellite feeds so uh, it's it'll be viewed by a lot of people Sergio excellent excellent all right well yeah. listen Danny I, I'm glad you're back I'll, I'll catch up with you a little bit later and um, stop by and get some squid fresh frozen I love that anytime anytime yeah, time, uh, this okay, week I, this week I'm tied up but next week I'll get a chance to uh, get on the freedom boat club and uh, I do have some news about freedom Co- boat club that I will be breaking throughout the show something big but you can only participate if you're a member all right danny jackson right thank on. you my okay. friend sheriff you take care and we'll talk to you next week we'll see you on tv you bet. everybody have a good weekend all right see you guys all right that was none other than the sheriff the jig slinger himself so with that we're going to take a short break we'll come back and we'll talk more tuna more fishing i love this this is angels radio am 830 kla angler chronicles we'll be right back Tell me now, baby, is it good to you? And can you do to you the things that I do? Oh, no. I can take you hard. Angels Radio. AMA 30. Looking for the ultimate outdoor recreational experience? Look no further than the city where we dream extreme. Lake Elsinore, home of the new Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Experience next level camping with the best amenities available. Full hookup sites, vintage trailers, themed yurts, a swimming pool, splash pad, outdoor dining, and a spacious community hall. Adventure starts here. Reserve your spot. For more information, follow Launch Point on Facebook and Instagram. Relax, play, stay at launch-point.com. Freedom Boat Club, Huntington Harbor, San Pedro, Redondo Beach, Marina Del Rey. Live a hassle-free boating experience, enjoying the very best sport fishing in all of Southern California. Center consoles, pilot houses, bow riders, duffies, and much more. Freedom Boat Club, from Ventura to San Diego, plus more than 350 locations worldwide. Call 657-339-2300. That's 657-339-2300. Or cruise to freedomboatclub.com for details. 
Hi, I'm Captain Dave Marciano, and how would you like the freshest local New England seafood shipped to you overnight? No running around from store to store to find what you like. We have it here at AngelicaSeafoods.com. Everything from tuna, haddock, cod, clams, lobsters, scallops, we have it all. The finest seafood overnight to your door anywhere in the continental U.S. AngelicaSeafoods.com. Angels Radio AM 830 Welcome back everybody you're listening to Angels Radio AM 30KLAA, and I'm going to go straight to the earthworm. That, you might be able to get this. Who is it? And I want name of the song, name of the band. Earthworm, go ahead. If you get this, you can actually move up about five inches. All right. I'm going to say Prince. Prince, very good. And the name of the song? Uh... The Wiggle. Okay. All right. Well, no, it wasn't. It was, it's Tears for Fears, and it's called Everybody Wants to Rule the wo- World. However, the only one that's going to rule the world is the emperor. It's going to be me. That's why that song was there. You see I'm the emperor. Anyway. All right. So, listen, I promised you all we're going to talk about some of the, the stuff that's happening. And for that, we kind of need to go southbound. And uh, let's, I mean, for the, the bigger, bigger shots at these tuna. And let me go to Ron and just say, Ron, give me the fish report for San Diego. Tuna. Had lots and lots and lots of tuna. The only problem is <clears throat> they're not consistent right now. It looks like it's starting to get that way. But one of the things that keeps coming up, nobody's you're overmatched you need to bring everything we 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 say it every single show in fresh line your gear perfect working order you have a chance to catch a fish of your lifetime or your biggest catch ever don't waste it tuna okay steve carson you want to add something to that yeah, um, your old rusty shark rod that's in the back of the of the garage, not gonna not gonna cut it. Um, your heavy bass rod, Sergio, <laughs> actually will cut it. Yeah, yes, yes it would. <laughs> What's that? Actually, will cut it for rig number one. Mm-hmm. Tuna come in in a multiple sizes. So far this year, there hasn't been any over 300 pounds caught. By the way, I did not stutter. I said 300 pounds. But there has been already some over 200 pounds caught, and it won't be long before the first 300 is caught. And once you see the 300s, you know what's out there, the 400s. But on the day that you go out, because you never know because it's called fishing, they might only be 20 pounds. So if you think you're going to do it with one rod or two or three, you may actually be correct. Mm-hmm. On any given day, you can do it with one rod, one good rod. But if you only bring one, it's guaranteed that you're going to need the one that you left at home. And and 
and I get this all the time. How do I get a budget-friendly tuna outfit? I say, fish for bass. Oh, or, 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 or what I would say, if you're getting on the boats out of uh, San Diego, go rent one. Okay, all you got to yeah, do is walk yeah, into the. Say, it, it, it's a harsh, it's a harsh financial reality, and, you know, and 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 it hurts because mm-hmm. you see those fish lying on the dock, and you're like, holy moly, I want to catch one of those. But but you know what? These are the strongest, fastest fish on the planet. Yeah. So and let me... and and you just you have to be adequately prepared. Otherwise, why go? Right. You're, you know, you're, you're spending a lot of money to get on a boat. You're spending, you're investing a huge amount of your time. People, mm-hmm. do, people don't always factor in how much of their time this takes in terms of traveling to San and, Diego. And you're not going to sleep that boat. night. Well, uh, Sergio is. Yeah, I well, am, I, of course. But so this is what I would say, and I'm, I'm going to share this because <laughs> it's coming directly from. Uh, the Ocean Odyssey. So Captain Rick Scott and Captain Dina um, are giving us what they're recommending. And since we will be on their boat Wednesday, we leave for a day and a half Wednesday, come back Friday morning. Um, this is what you definitely are going to need. A 25 to 30 pound outfit that should be with fluorocarbon. And when I say 21 to 30, I'll be talking about your top just, just, just your leader, okay. Just your top, your your, your top there, okay. Fluorocarbon, twenty-five to thirty pound, with not either from number two all the way to two o. So any number two, number one, number one o, and number two o hooks, okay. I would add use ringed hooks for better action. So owner puts out amazing. Um, owner hooks, uh, I mean, uh, hooked rings. If you want the, the fly liner, which is my favorite, or if you want to go with some of the gorillas, you're more than welcome. It's going to depend on the size of the fish. The other outfit that they want you to have is a 40 to 60 pound outfit. Okay, again, that's just the fluorocarbon leader, 40 to 60. You want to have 8 to 10 ounce torpedo sinkers and 2 to 4 hooks. Now, these 2 to 4 hooks, I would Definitely say gorilla hooks, ring gorillas, okay? And I would even venture to say do some mutus, okay, some circle hooks. But remember, 8 to 10-ounce torpedoes. And then the third one, minimum they're talking 80. I would just start at 100. And you want to have 100 to 130-pound uh, preferred, okay, on the fluorocarbon. Uh, and then you're going to want some jigs. This is for night fishing. Anywhere between 180 to 500 grams. I know that's a broad spectrum, but figure 200, uh, 320, and 400. You can get away. If you have a 500, it's fine. Okay, on these, I would go knife jig versus the flat fall, simply because you're going to get down a lot, a lot there, get down there a lot, fa- a lot faster. Okay, so uh, just uh, I hope everybody pays attention to that. And Steve, I'm sure you're going to put the, the the five rods you can't leave home without. But if you're limited in what you, your tackle, look what you have. I'm sure you have a 25 to 30 pound outfit. You might have a 40 to 60. That's more of a heavy outfit. And if you want an extra heavy outfit, if you don't have it, stop by one of the landings, you know, H&M, uh, any of the landings, have them, and just rent them. That way you don't have to put that major investment. That, 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 Sergio, I might, I might add, and yes, renting is a, is a super alternative to going out there with inadequate. You can rent everything right down to the light gear if you want it. Um, 
And, of course, when you rent the gear, they've always got a nice, fresh top shot of line on there for you. And um, they'll, they'll make sure that they, they tell you how to work it, et cetera, et cetera. But a, a few years ago, you could say, oh, my God. Not, in fact, that's what's happening in Northern California now. They're like, this is unprecedented. This never happened before, comma. It will probably never happen again. Well, that's no longer the case with these big tuna in Southern California. They've been here every year, almost the whole year. They really hardly take any time off. There's just sometimes bad weather in the winter. We can't go after them. These fish are here now all the time, every year. And if if you fish it on them, maybe you're really a golfer. Maybe you you hike up in the mountains and you and you don't go fishing really in salt water. Although I'm not really sure why that would be. Um, there's no excuse if you're going to fish more than one or two times a year for not going out and getting the proper tackle. I yeah. mean, it, it, it is financially painful, and you know, and you can fish for everything else that we have. You fish for rockfish and halibut and all the freshwater fish, etc., 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 with very reasonably priced tackle that you can you know even buy on sale sometimes at the big box stores. Bluefin tuna are just a different kind of a creature, and you need the right gear for them. That's it. I'm glad you mentioned that. Okay, so yeah, uh, it's very needed. Um, and you're right, I think this is going to become a bit of a staple. Uh, but the nice thing is that you, you see week to week, day to day, everything's always changing. That's the one thing I can guarantee you about tuna fishing, both yellowfin and bluefin. It changes every week. Yellowfin are starting to make a showing. They're not as big. But then I've seen some bluefin that are not as big. So, you, you know, when they tell me I can't bring my bass rod, ha, I'm bringing my bass rod because it's rated 25 to 45. I can fish 30-pound comfortably all day long. Okay, so as long as I have you enough line. You know, Ron, Ron, it really pains me that the bass rig, if you look at my list of the five rigs that you don't leave the dock without, the bass rod falls firmly within the, the uh, guidelines of rig number one. It really pays. It really does. Yes, it does. Yep. You see, and it fits, and it's good. I don't know that I would use a, uh, a bait caster for that. I like to move to a round, open reel, simply because sometimes you get a tuna that just wants to speed. And uh, depending on how your bait caster, they're all different, you know, um, if, a, if a guide moves or doesn't move it can make a lot of difference it can bust your line again a lot of things can go wrong with the bait caster with an open face reel you got some hope okay so that's that's i love that i can love it. i can take my bass rod i was hoping to see if we can get rick to call in he's on the water so we'll see if we can but you're right what's happening down there is a tuna 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 okay there's a mixture of yellowtail um, you had a shot at a Dorado last week or the week before that. I haven't heard of much Dorado. You, Steve? No. Well, we actually had three. We had two small ones, you know, maybe five pounders, and one nice one that was 20, 25 pounds. But we were a quite a way south. We were we were about 500 miles south of San Diego when that happened. So uh, I'm sure their their noses are pointed north and they're and they're moving up. And as you mentioned. You may have a hurricane pushing uh, pushing some warm water up. However, uh, we're certain to have some Dorado, hopefully sooner than later, but we're certain to have some Dorado, you know, by the first week of August, if not before that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, 
don't hold your breath for a bite like we had last year. Okay, that, I, and that, that may not happen. Okay, I got to go to break, but I want to give a huge shout out to a friend of mine. Uh, his name is John Cass. He caught a beautiful, beautiful fifty-one pound white sea bass on 30 pound test okay and out of the balboa bait club angling club okay and uh, big shout out to him all right folks everybody stay tuned we'll be right back this is angels radio ama 30 kla angler chronicles angels radio ama 30 Lytle Screen Printing in Huntington Beach, where quality and service are everything since 1989. Screen printing, embroidery, digital printing, Lytle does it all. Shop their extensive line of apparel and headwear or bring in your own for customization. A few embroidered shirts or thousands of printed t-shirts, Lytle has you covered. No order is too big or small. Mention Angler Chronicles and they will waive your setup fees for your first order. You can find them on the web at lysphb.com or call 714-969-2424. Lytle Screen Printing, where all your needs are met. Hello, I'm Chef Bree, head chef for Carne de Teresa, and it's my goal to make you a chef in your own kitchen. I've created the perfect and most delicious seasonings to go on top of our pollo asado and pollo adobado. And our Carne de Teresa Salvadoreño sausage is perfect for breakfast or dinner. Carne de Teresa is always hand-cut, hand-seasoned, and hand-packed right here in Southern California. You can find our delicious Carne de Teresa products at your local Albertsons, Food for Less, Ralph's, and Smart and & Final. Let Carne de Teresa make you a chef in your own kitchen. Visit CarneDeTeresa.com for recipes and more. Remember, when fishing, practice CPR. Catch, photograph, and release, and always eat more Carne de Teresa. This is Teresa. Carne de Teresa is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles and Olive Crest. He's not just my fishing buddy. After 30 years, he's a brother, and I'd sure hate to lose him. His bass boat's got nothing to do with it. So I make sure both of us wear a life jacket. Save the ones you love, even if they don't own a fancy boat. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AM 830. Can't touch this. Can't touch this. Welcome back, everybody, on Angels Radio, AMA 30KLAA. This is Angler Chronicles, and let me go right away to Captain Don Ashley. Good morning, Donnie. Good morning, guys. The summer is here. Oh, man, yeah, we talked about, we're so stoked to hear that the city of Long Beach got into the Barracuda. That was amazing. So it looks like the Barracuda are here, aren't they? They're here, and also the sand bass are biting. There's more and more of them, and more calico bass. And they're just really good fishing. We're fishing with anchovies. Our bait boat has beautiful anchovies, and it makes a lot of difference to the chum. So it's uh, the bite's on. The I bite's love it. on and close to home. We're no long boat rides. So let me ask you, where's the Enterprise going? He's fishing local. He's leaving at 6 o'clock every morning and getting the... Uh, some days, two and three hundred barracuda and quite a few sand bass. And, oh, and a couple of days he had so many barracuda, he went back and caught limited sculpins. It's bag fillers. They're barracuda biting the fly line anchovies and the jigs and the, you know, just really, really good fish. And they got to go real slow going home to get all the fish clean. So the Enterprise goes every day at six o'clock and the 
excuse me, Saturday Long Beach goes every day at 10 o'clock. And even though he's extended half day, he's catching lots of barracuda and sand bass and limited sculpin. I'll tell you what, there's, there's plenty of fish to go around. I love the idea that we got the anchovy back. Um, I don't know, I just, there's something that's, I, I love fishing anchovies, okay? And it's uh, the one thing that we were on the Helena down south on a charter, and one of the things that, that we agree with the captain, I mean, that's, that's the one bait every game fish that we have will eat. They won't necessarily eat a sardine very happily, but they'll definitely eat an anchovy. I mean, we can go back in time, can't we, with those anchovies? Yeah, you know, they're uh, they're almost here every year, but there are cycles where it's tougher to catch them. And the sardines, are, the biomass of sardines is increasing greatly every year. So they're, they're all competing for the small food source. But uh, right now it's anchovies, and it's uh, fantastic. Another thing about the anchovies, we don't hook quite as many sea lions. The sea lions, they will bite them, but... Uh, if you're fishing with anchovies compared to sardines, you don't hook as many of the sea lions. And you don't so draw you don't draw as many sea lions either around the boat, which is a, it's a good thing. So uh, no. uh, that's an excellent thing. And uh, let me ask you, since you're saying that, uh, if the Enterprise and the city of Long Beach are you know, have a lot of anchovies, that means Nacho has some anchovies. Guys, if you're in a private boat, make sure you go see Nacho and get yourself one or two scoops. Um, Long Beach, Long Beach Bait Company. That's that's. You have a relative related to that, don't you, Donnie? Yeah, it's my my son's business. And they're doing a really good job. <laughs> An well, unbelievable job, and that's why I wanted to plug in because you know, um, Nacho will get you tie. But we'll get you what you need. If not, um, you have. Uh, oh, I just it just slipped his name. His uh, his um, son Mario. Uh, Mario. Okay, so you got Mario and you have Nacho. Okay, and Nacho has become a national monument. Okay, here in Sandy, in, in the Long Beach area, and um, he's quite a character. You got to go and say hello, be kind. Okay, and I will tell you this: once you pay for the co- scoops, don't forget to tip. That's the big thing. Okay. Well, anyway, so that's the bait. So I'm, I'm glad to hear it. I know the Enterprise and the City of Long Beach are doing just phenomenal. And I'm glad the Barracuda finally decided to make a showing. Now, if we could just get the sand bass going like the old days, it would be good. Uh, and since I got you, Donnie, and Steve Carson, and the Earthworm, and Ron, let me just pose this thing out here. You know, when we used to have these huge, huge, huge runs of the... Tuna and Barracuda. I remember we used, it was limits every single day for, for months. Um, something happened in those years, and that was that down south, they weren't able to get enough bait to feed the tuna pens. Okay? So they were wrapping everything and anything that they could. Okay? Because they couldn't find a lot of mackerel concentrations or sardine concentrations to feed the tuna. Well, they did that for almost five consecutive years, I think, um, long enough to interrupt the, the natural migration of these fish. These fish came from Mexico across the border. Um, I don't know if they were documented or not, but they crossed the border. They would come to the flats area, Long Beach, do their thing, and then head back. Some would stay, some would go. But they interrupted that for five years. But now they've been, you know, with the bluefin tuna coming in as strong as they have, they're meeting their quotas extremely early. 
So it looks like they're not interrupting that migration anymore. And the nets are down. Okay, so it may be a good sign for the future. We're not quite to where it used to be. I mean, they're good numbers, not limits of Barracuda, but that we're talking five around, that's plenty of Barracuda. Okay, um, so it's. A, it, I think it's a good thing. I, I just think it's a it's a great thing that's happening. And um, and, and I don't know what what you guys' takes, Carson, Don. I I would love to ask Don because I know that his memory goes back to it. Um, if you recall, in the mid nineteen seventies, when the the giant squid invaded, they were only here for about a year. They ruined the inshore fishing for the following year, if not two. Uh, then it came back. Well, then uh, about 10 years ago, uh, we had the squid for a couple of years in a row. Yeah, they, yeah. And they absolutely decimated the inshore grounds, I think, to a degree. They're just now finally coming back from that squid invasion. I'd love to hear Don's opinion on that. Well, you're absolutely right. Those giant squid are they're, <laughs> they're the ultimate predator when it comes to wiping out whatever they eat. I mean, they'll eat anything. So if they move in like they did a few years ago and several years ago, move in off Huntington Beach, and they just uh, take care of all the sand bass, and the sand bass that are supposed to be spotted don't get a chance. So I think that that's a good thing. Giant squid for us is not a good sign, you know, and it never has been. It's good for the few nights, weeks that you fish them and your passengers can load up on them. But all in all, it just devastates the industry. And knock on wood, they've been away from us for quite a while. And the other thing on the sand bass is Sergio was talking about hard finding the feed to feed them in the pens and stuff. The saners, the Mexican saners, were relying on catching sand bass down in Mexico and using that, grinding that up and using that feed for feed in the tuna pens. And since the Mexican quota on bluefin was filled really, really early this year, way back in January, there hasn't been a lot of pressure. So all in all, it's a really good sign. Excellent. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Donnie, thank you for sharing that. And uh, we gave full uh, fish reports earlier on. uh, Ron did. So go ahead and give us, you know, if they want to book a trip on the half day or the uh, three quarter day enterprise or city of Long Beach, uh, what what do people have to do? Well, they need to go to purepoint.net and book it online. Enterprise goes every day at six o'clock and the city of Long Beach goes every day at 10 o'clock. I want to throw more one more thing out there, you stop by Nachos, you get your bait, and naturally you're going to go out and you're going to see where the boat's already. Good fishermen would figure that out, but show courtesy if you see a, a whole bunch of boats in an area. Don't get too close to them. You're, you, it's fine for the use advantage of their chum, but you know, don't come up their chum line and don't get within casting distance. Give them enough room and the fish will spread and everybody can catch them. If you do get too close and you just keep driving around and around, you can actually spook the fish, and they just go down, and you know, they can hear the noise of the propeller. So show some courtesy. And one more thing for Sergio. Jordi Alba, Barcelona, inner Miami. They're going to be the Barcelona of the West. I think so, too. I think so, too. So I, I, I can't wait. Can't wait to see some of this stuff. And you know what? This goes out to my buddies that are waiting for breakfast. They know who they are. Argentina's world champion for the next four years. Just wanted to share that with them. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? I'm glad you mentioned the etiquette part. 
Um, very important for the private boaters. Um, I know that I think the rule says, what, 300 feet from an anchored vessel, okay, that you can anchor. Well, when you're fishing barracuda, a lot of times you don't anchor, okay, uh, or you're drifting. Just stay away from the big boats. And I'm telling you, I was one of those guys back in the day, allegedly, and I have no recollection of that, Your Honor, that would put on a jig and put it on your boat. Okay, so if I can put a jig on your boat, you're too close. Okay, so just saying. Right, Don? <laughs> Absolutely. You know, common courtesy, there's enough fish out there that you don't have to be side-tied to everybody. Just spread out and, you know, enjoy it. And then sometimes when the, the big boats, they leave to go catch their sand bass and sculpins, there's a big hole in the fleet, so you guys can slide in there and take advantage of the chum in the water. And there's nothing worse of the investment to create a perfect chum line than to have somebody come with their 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 private boat and just run over that chum line, break it, scare the fish, scatter the. That's not what we're looking for. So uh, there is a way to take advantage of the chum line of the big boat, but it's definitely you've got to stay away from them. Okay, at least 300 feet, at least if not more. All right, Donnie, thank you so much, my friend. You take care, and uh, looking forward to your report next week. All right, guys, have a good and safe weekend. And one more time, summer's here. Go fishing. Amen. Okay, that's uh, Captain Don Ashley from Pier Point Landing. Love it, love it, love it. Okay, uh, I do have a, a couple of things I, I did want to mention. Oh, let me see. Uh, I'm... Gosh, I just had it. Okay, well, uh, we have some meetings going on, some some meetings, you know, for clubs. We were just at the Casey Anglers meeting where Ben Seekers gave a talk. Uh, but coming up uh, this week, we're not going to be able to attend. We're going to be going down to um, the Ocean Odyssey. But this, I think it's on the 12th. I'm trying to look look here. Did you find it, Ron? The actual the meeting. Sports. Yeah, it's Southern a SoCal, right. SoCal Sport Fishing Club, and it's coming up, I think it's on the 12th, right? It is. It's on the 12th. It's on the 12th at Mama Cosa in Buena Park. Go to their Facebook group. Do you find it? No. Nope. Okay. It's at Mama Cosa. Check them out. It's um, It'll be a good one. Okay. Uh, I think it's... I'm trying to think who it is that's speaking. I think... I want to say it's Wynn, but I'm not sure. But it's a great topic. Highly... Highly recommend. What, what, I just botched that one. So let me just redo it here. SoCal Sport Fishing Club is having their monthly meeting this coming Thursday, the 12th, okay, at, uh, I think it's at 6 p.m. at Mama Cosa. Okay, it's an Italian restaurant right there off of Beach and I don't remember what the other street is, but it's in Buena Park, right? Yes, it All is. Right. It's Yeah. And, I believe uh, it's off of Brookhurst. Okay, or is it Brookhurst? Okay, uh, not Beach. I think I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> All right. So let me just do another thing here. Let me cue up the this uh, line three here because we're talking about, you know, different um, uh, club meetings. And um, I'm going to just let this individual introduce the club meeting for for his group. Okay. And I'm, I'm, I'm being kind of um, – I'm not being too easy to – what do you think, Ron? I'm not being too easy to describe this individual. Well, first of all, I don't know who you're talking about, but okay. Uh, I know. So um, let me just uh, hold on a second. I'm, I'm looking for something here as soon as I, I find this. Come on. 
Show me the money. Okay, I can't find it. Okay, gosh. Okay, so let me see. Why can't I get? Why can't I go there? <laughs> Only on. Ron, do, we, Ron, do we have some hold music that we can put on while he's looking for whatever he's looking for? I was just thinking the same thing. Okay, you know what? I got it here. So just pay attention. Oh. I just thought of this one. Without further ado, and it's been a long time since he's been on the air with us, but he called me up yesterday. Hey, Serge, can I make an announcement on the show tomorrow? And I said, yeah. All right. And he goes, Hyden Harbor Rod and Real Club is having a meeting. So without further ado, everybody, Captain Larry Moore. Good morning, Low. Big Bird, what's up? <laughs> it took me a while to find that there, song. Buddy. It took me a while to find that song, but I, that had to be your song, you know. Barracuda. That's right. What's going on, bro? I love. I, I I'm listening to you and the Admiral Donnie Ashley. Oh man, that guy's been in my life since I was in my teens. He is <laughs> definitely a wealth of knowledge. Hey, so um, coming up on July twentieth. I believe it's a Thursday night. Um, down at the end of Warner in Huntington Beach, um, there's the Huntington Harbor Yacht Club. And uh, Harbor Rod and Reel Club meets there the last Thursday, or the third Thursday, excuse me, of every month. And we have a, a really cool uh, group of guys that meets there, guys and gals, uh, for a, a fishing club meeting. And this month, we have a really special um, speaker. Now, I don't know. Probably some of you guys have heard of him. It's Serge Vasquez. Mm -hmm. And he's a specialist in deep drop swordfish, uh, that fishery, which is pretty unique. And there's not a lot of guys that could call their guy, themselves an expert at that. But I think if there is one, he he's probably qualified. Mm -hmm. and, well, uh, yeah, here's a good thing, Larry. Here, here, here's a good thing. Okay, um, it's deep drop swordfish. All right, now, this is something relatively new. They're using electric reels. Uh, it's, it's a whole thing. It's worth listening, okay, because it, it gives you a chance to catch one. I can hear the music. Larry, can you hang with me? Okay, I've oh, got to yeah. go to break and come back. And we'll, we'll talk about uh, that particular phenomenon. Folks, you're on Angels Radio, AM830, KLAA. This is Anger Chronics, and we're right back. Give a little bit of your love to me. I'll give a little bit. I'll give a little bit. Angels Radio. AM830. Looking for something to do today? Come check out what's new at Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Michael's was voted Orange County's best sports bar. Whether it's sports, drinks, games, or food, Michael's has something for everybody. And don't forget the wings that Michael is famous for. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill, 15192 Golden West Street, Westminster, California, just south of the 405 freeway. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. 
Don't blink on the sink with the original hookup baits. With their patented design, the original hookup baits are built in the USA using only the highest quality of materials and owner hooks. After years of research and development, the original hookup baits have captured the profile and lifelike action causing fish to bite, whether it's in salt water or fresh water, jigging or trolling. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops and get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph and release. There's nothing more peaceful than fishing. Just me, my pole, and some bait. Oh, and my life jacket, of course. I like fish, but I don't want to end up at the bottom of the water with them. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AM they messed up a couple of the words. They misconjugated some of the verbs. All right, there's Angels Radio, AMA 30, KLAA, the Zanker Chronicles. And I figured since we gave Larry a theme song, I had to have one that related to me. How's that one, Larry? Did that work? That's good. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what the words are, but... Uh, well, the most important good. one is, Yo no soy marinero, soy capitán. What does that mean? I am not a deckhand, I'm the captain. You like that? Did you know that? Yeah, that worked. Yeah. All right, so I want to mention this thing about the, the, the swordfish and why it's a great uh, chance to go listen to uh, Serge. Um, you know, in the past, this is something relatively newer it caught on a few years ago. And um, if you talk to any of the old timers like us <laughs> now, if you the holy grail of Southern California fishing was catching a swordfish. It wasn't a marlin. It was a swordfish. And if you say, not only did you hook it, but did you land it. Until recently, not too many people could say that. It's the only way that I know that they caught them was on the surface. Catching a swordfish on the surface is brutal. Can it be done in a short amount of time? <laughs> Rarely. We are talking about six, seven, eight hour fights and then they get to your boat and they spit the hook out. It happened to me, okay? And there's very few people who had swordfish. Now with this new style of fishing, guess what? Everybody's putting a swordfish on the boat, okay? And I'm not minimizing it, but I'm saying it's a great opportunity to catch uh, a swordfish. Um, they're going deep, so you're going to find them for about 45 minutes, and the rest of the way, it's kind of dead weight, right? You can, they get the bends, just like the other fish, and they come up. But now they come up easier, okay? So uh, it's, a, it's a huge, huge thing, okay? So just wanted right, to say that. Right. So you get an opportunity to catch these fish. Well, what the, you know, and you've got the, the king of tackle here, Steve Carson, and he could tell you right away that the, the technology in the t fishing tackle has caught up with the, the strength and the just the brutal force of these swordfish, mm -hmm. and that has made it something that uh, makes it more possible for the success of that fishery. Carson, your thoughts on, on the swordfish real quick? Well, yeah, you, it's tailor-made for you. Most, I don't know about most, but a, a large number of the people that are doing that fishery and being successful 
are using electric reels. Mm-hmm. Penn International 50, sometimes even bigger than that. Um, they, they come now with the uh, with the uh, electric mechanism already attached, ready to go. Used to be you had to buy them separate and 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 made them together. It was a bit of a pain, um, or they were obscure brands you hadn't heard of. But uh, but now you can get an international. They're not cheap. But you know what, Sergio? They're electric. Yeah, so, and, and you know what? That makes all the difference in the world because you're going to be dropping, probably starting at 600, 900 feet all the way down to 1,400, 1,500 feet. And uh, you're going to be using more than likely one of the, uh, a giant squid uh, bait if you can find one, okay? And you're going to send it down there, and then you're going to just sit there. Okay, but if you get bit, oh, boy. Okay, and you can get them up to the surface, and you can put them on the boat. Don't need to tell you how good eating swordfish is. Okay. Oh boy. Yeah, but it's it's it's, it's you get to join the club, and it's almost like um, like in sports, Ron, when they have the uh, you know the walkouts and the replacement players and all that. I I think it, it comes with an asterisk. Okay. Um, I think they should separate it, deep water or surface. Because when they're on the surface, they don't have the bends. And perhaps the strongest fighting fish that I know of is a swordfish. Your, your take on that, Carson? They don't fight the same down deep as down uh, as high. Well, actually, when you hook them deep quite often, and one of the indicators is they a lot of times come straight to the surface. So pelagic fish, swordfish, like tuna, don't have swim bladders, so... So getting the bends is, is not really an issue for them. Um, again, just like tuna and, and other pelagic species, they go down, they come up uh, feeding, et cetera, et cetera. So that's, that's not really an issue. But, but quite oh, often... I was under the impression, because I'll tell you what, they're landing these fish within the hour. Okay, you couldn't do that with a swordfish. Uh, Larry, you, you ever hook one on the surface? Uh, no. <laughs> I said hook it. I said hook it, not land it. Hook it. Yeah, commercial fishing only. So the answer would be no. Okay. Um, you know when you're when you're commercial fishing them, they use uh, spears to. to right. I was going to say when you hard, when you harpoon them, Larry, they, you land them pretty quickly. Yeah, well, that's yeah, like the earthworm and, and and doing it for carp with a bow and arrow, same thing. Okay, so uh, so it is. All right. So anyway, so yeah. So Larry, again, what the date is? Uh, July twentieth. You said. It's, yes, and and as we've said, this is a very very special uh, type of fishing, and and anybody with their own boat uh, or there's charters that'll take you for for swordfish as well. But if you have your own boat and you've dreamed about catching one of these. Zyphus gladius, as they're known as uh, swordfish, you got a chance to speak to somebody who's done it successfully and is a very good speaker. Uh, come down to the Huntington Harbor Yacht Club. It's the Harbor Rodney Reel Club, uh, July 20th, 630. Uh, I'm going to send you, Sergio, I'm going to send you the flyer for mm-hmm. it so that you can post it. No, no, just go ahead and post media. it on Friends of Anger Chronicles. Just go right ahead. Start posting. Okay. Let everybody know. Unfortunately, that day we're going to be down in, in, in uh, Lake Elsinore. But if you happen to be up here, uh, it's on PCH and the end of Warner. 
There you, you'll see that there's a uh, fire station. is right past the fire station, right next to it. Go in there um, and get to this this seminar. I think is gonna be really, really good. So you got two good seminars, two weeks in a row. Unfortunately, we're gonna miss both of them, Ron. We're we're gonna miss both of them. Okay, so um, you know it is what it is. But Larry, it was good and hearing your voice. Topics on this, Sergio, just real quick, and I know you got you got a time limit here. As a side issue on the the uh, seminar, he's also got his own methods of fishing bluefin tuna that he's going to share, mm-hmm. and he's a master at marine electronics. Yeah, he is that. So, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, excellent. Well, listen, uh, Larry, thank you so much, and do me a favor, Larry. When um, when you're at your meeting, I need, and you are associated with this. I need boats for the Olive Crest next year. So I need you oh, to talk. We've already yes. Once I realized that you needed more boats, uh, Paul, who's the president, and myself, uh, we were both like, "Hey, we got it." Right. So what I need you to do. Members of the club. So here, I don't want to wait until next year. So um, I need right away. Give me a list, names, phone numbers, and we'll start the process. Okay. You got it, Mister. All right, Larry, Captain Larry Moore. Thank you so much, my friend, and thanks for the update. Okay. Thanks for your time. All right. Thank you. Ah, Larry. It was nice to hear Larry again. All right. So listen, um, we've got a few minutes. Um, we're going to be on the Ocean Odyssey uh, this particular week. Uh, Ron, anything else that you want to hit before? Uh, no. I, I just uh, want everybody to get out there and get fishing and support our local boats. Okay. Stuff. How about the El Dorado trip on the 30th? We got, is that full? We, or? It is full, it unfortunately. Is full, okay. But hey, call get on the waiting list because you still got two and a half weeks three almost three weeks before we leave and i want to announce next week we're going to have jim Hendricks, okay, okay with cca and um he's also a, a very well-known writer i think earthworm you know who jim is don't you yes. earthworm he fell asleep. While we're waiting for him, <laughs> uh, Mama Cozes is at 2170 West Ball Road. It's off Brookhurst. All right. All right, Carson, any last, uh, I hate to say the last words, but any, any last comments? Uh, yeah, yeah. That, that's poorly phrased, but uh, yeah. You know, if you're sitting around saying fishing's nothing like the good old days, your memory is shot. Yeah, because the, the fishing is great. These, as Carly Simon said, these are the good old days. Uh, get out there, get fishing, and please, 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 when you get out there, do it with fresh line. Yeah, nice sure. fresh line. Absolutely. Make sure everything is ready to go. In fact, uh, Carly Simon wrote a song about me. All right. She says, nobody does it better than you. Nobody does it oh, like you. Ow, ow, but ow, she, you, you could ow. also say, you you're so vain. I, you see what I put up with every day. Okay. Hey, and by, like the, by the way, uh, happy birthday, Jeffrey and Mike Lane. Oh, yeah. Mike Lane. That's all and, their uh, birthday. We love you guys. Uh, okay. We'll see you maybe at breakfast. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, listen, we got a minute left to go. Uh, go fishing. Uh, go to our website, uh, anglerchronicles.com. Scroll down. And if you scroll down there on the first page, you'll see the radio shows are all archived. So people like to, you know, hey, well, how do I listen to it again? Well, that's the way you do. Just go down there. You'll see it. Ron puts them up and he puts up some, a little bit of a description, but. Let's go by day. Listen to them all. It's all good. It's all good fun. Okay. Well, all right. Well, I don't know what what are you unzipping. You need to go to the bathroom, Ron. I can hear the zipper through here. All right. Well, listen. Uh, Earthworm, have a good one. Steve Carson, oh, yeah. 
Have a good one. Oh, Earthworm, he woke up. Steve Carson, you have a great day. Earthworm woke up. You still, <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, listen, uh, you take care of yourself. I know you're going to be traveling. Next week, we might, might not hear from you, right? Because you're going to be going up the mountain. Uh, yeah, if I got service, I'll definitely call in. Okay, perfect. And uh, you'll be trying some some uh, trout. Just want to let you know, and Ron saw it on the Helena. I had the, uh, the, ba- the, the heavier... Uh, yeah, a heavier trout ride, but I was already practicing for our match. All right, folks, everybody, have a great week. Be kind to each other, and we'll talk to you next week. Well, folks, that's the show for this week. It's time to truck on out of the city and get outside in God's country. We'll see you next week on Angler Chronicles.